You're listening to the Horrified Chicken Podcast. Warning, spoilers, and explicit language. So, should we attempt this again? Okay, let's attempt this again. Tonight is episode seven of the Horrified Chicken Podcast. And tonight... We watched the movie 2011 Cabin in the Woods. Not Cabin Fever, which I kept referring to all week. Yeah. No, Cabin in the Woods. And I had to make sure when we, when I was running it from uh, Amazon Prime. That he didn't put in Cabin Fever. That I got the right movie. And uh, if there's a bark. Oh, well, there might be barking in this. It's gone very badly tonight. We have barking, we have kitty problems, barking problems, all sorts of problems. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite frustrating, mm-hmm. to say the least. Um, this is take four. This is take four. This is the final take. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work doesn't... out, then we don't get episode seven. No, it's we'll gonna get... be like the mystery episode. <laughs> we'll we'll never reveal it. We'll get episode seven. We'll just have to record it tomorrow night or something because, yeah. But anyway. I think he's I think he's laying down, which we've said that five times already too. Yes. Anyways, so Cabin in the Woods, um, totally not the type of movie that I thought it was. I thought it would be a slasher horror, like I had like a, a Friday the Thirteenth or something. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I did have a, a brief or kind of like an idea of what was going on with the movie before we watched it. You just told me like, oh, it's a cabin, but there's like offices or people watching or something. There's like some kind of control room. So I knew that. Um, and I knew that there was a unicorn that impales somebody yes. because you posted awesome. on the Instagram. <laughs> and, uh, but other than that, I didn't know anything. And it turned out I pretty quickly was like, this is kind of funny, like more than I thought it would be. Like in the beginning, I guess some movies like that can can be funny, but like it just kept going on. Yeah, like a horror comedy. Yeah, and I didn't really think that that was a, a genre. genre. <laughs> yeah, but as we discussed a few times, it is. <laughs> um, so I I I like the movie, and I actually like the twist. Well, not the twist, but I like that it was a horror comedy. Yeah. Um, it made it a little more refreshing for me to watch. Um, but I thought it was pretty good. I'm I'm glad we watched it. I mean, honestly, did it live up to the hype that you gave it? Eh, maybe not so much. Really? Yeah. That's stupid. Okay, so let me ask you this too. Like, for one, you kept you kept talking in the in the beginning of the movie. You know what? And saying, well, wait a minute, is this the director's cut or is this the theatrical release or is this this made the DVD video? Because there's a part that didn't happen, and you're like, well, maybe it comes later. And then a couple minutes later, you're like, no. And then you start telling me about this scene that's been deleted from the movie, um, only to say, oh, shit, this is the part, actually. Oh, wait, this is the part that happens. And it was a funny part. But <laughs> what I want to ask you, though, did you – I didn't really know what the hell was going on as far as, like, you have your characters, right? You have your jock. You have the whore, you have your, quote, virgin, and then, what, nerd or brain or something? Scholar and a fool. Did you know that when you were watching it? Like, did I... The first time I watched it? Yeah. 
Yeah, I saw the preview. See, I didn't see the preview. Well, I saw the preview, and that's why I went to watch it, but I don't remember. I mean, I watched it in theaters, so I don't remember if I knew exactly what was going on, but, you know, you figure it out as it goes along. And then they, like, totally explain it to you at the end. Yeah, at the end they did. And they kind of made reference at one point, I think one point. But I knew there was, like, a, it was a setup for them to be massacred that was like straightforward in the previews right yeah see that's the other thing like when it when it started i thought that i didn't think that they were actual going to be actual creatures like real you know horror creatures or fantasy creatures or whatever i thought it would be like they'd send in kind of like that rob zombie movie we watched with the clowns or whatever mm-hmm. you know like they would send in waves of different things mm-hmm. i didn't know like i thought that was pretty cool like the zombies were real zombies like yeah that that uh because it was like all creatures from mythology and the past and you know because there's supposed to be this whole hidden world where you know that regular humans don't know about yeah okay so um and and i thought it was cool that they kind of set these people up prior to them even going like you had pointed out like with the hair dye, the 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 labeled horror of of the movie, she dyed her hair blonde, and then they reference like kind of be we'll say behind the scenes, mm-hmm. the people that are working behind the scenes that we'll call like the white coats or whatever, say, oh yeah, we put something in the hair dye, right, to make her act like a slut, right, yeah, right. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool because there's someone on the roof as they're leaving. Yeah. Telling them that they're on their way or something. Mm-hmm. Like um, they had pre-selected these people to be the sacrificial lambs, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened. So they they are all leaving. And when before they leave, they're like more of their normal selves, like you see. And then when they get there, because they're manipulated by the white coats, I guess, would we can call them, um, they turn into stereotypical roles. Like, to, yeah, to fit the what they need. Right. Jules, who's a medical student, is cast as the whore. So she starts acting very slutty. And it's because of the hair dye and then pheromones that they're releasing. So she breathes them in. And then her boyfriend, Kurt, who is a sociology major, I think he was. Something. Yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, he starts acting like kind of like a meathead, like a jerk. And that's because he had to be the like, well, the he was jock like the, or athlete yeah. role. The, yeah, your, yeah, your stereotypical jock in a movie. Yep. We don't want to offend any jocks out there that might be listening, but what they would say in a movie would be right. the kind of jerky guy. Yeah. So they all like had roles to play, and then the white coats manipulated them to to be the roles they needed to be. Right. And the one role that I thought was a little over the top from the beginning though he did crack me up was the was the stoner guy the fool when he when he pulls up like the bong that he had yeah i was like all right that's a little excessive that was i thought that was kind of dumb because he had like he had like a telescoping bong but the funny part was when he (laughs) pulls when he pulls up and this is probably the funniest part of the movie for me when he pulls up gets out and then throws his key, he like throws his keys in and locks the door from outside because he has got the window he has windows down. down. <laughs> yeah, he just like locks the door, 
front with the window down. So yeah, it doesn't even matter. Reaches yeah. it and locks the door and I think tosses the keys in or something. Yeah, it was funny. That was the funniest part. There's lots I- of little funny things like that. Like when she's talking to her boyfriend, Kurt, um, Jules is, and she says that line from like, I learned it from you. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a bunch of little funny. It's a good movie. I, I like this movie. I, I liked it too. I, I just, I wasn't, uh, I mean- I liked it. Yeah. I don't want to have to try to justify why I said I just I did it. I liked I liked the movie. I thought it was good. And uh that's it. So end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So going along, so they go to there's like Kurt's cousin or something bought a cabin in the woods, so they're they're gonna go and spend the weekend there and that's what they do. They drive out. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's not even on GPS. And they come in contact at like a gas station with what's that guy's name? Did you, did you write it down? I, no, the gas station attendant. Yeah. No, just crazy freaky guy, dude. freaky dude at the gas station who's like the doomsday guy, basically. Kind of warns them, but not really. Yeah, because he says like I've seen many people go or some mm-hmm. something like that. Not the original owners, but a lot of people have come and come and gone. You're come and not gone. He is. I don't even know what he says, but yeah. yeah. So he's an asshole. He calls Jules a whore, and which I guess he knows the he role knows that the she's, role supposed, she's to be playing, supposed to be, right? But they take it as he's well, calling. Well, because they don't know. You right? Know, how would you know that? And Thor wants to, you know, throw Thor. down. He want. I don't know. Kurt. Kurt wants to throw down with them. And... Yeah, and then the um, scholar Holden breaks it. He's like, "We've got our gas or whatever, so we're good. So let's go." So then they go to the cabin, and um, you know, basically the white coats who are basically underneath. I keep saying basically. They're underneath the cabin, right? They're like underground right there, like set things into motion. So everything happens how they want it to. And they're not serious either. I mean, no, they're they're funny. Yeah. They're really funny as far as, I mean, they're betting, betting on which monster they'll pick because they, um, it has to be by like free will. So they, um, they have like there's a basement in the cabin and they have to pick by free will like something and that's the monster that'll come out to to sacrifice them right. for these um giant gods that are slumbering right now. And you know what's kind of funny about it is they there's a like a a new employee there, the black guy that's working oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. And so he kind of has to question so that it's explained to yes. us like you know, he's saying, well, if you're betting on it and you're doing all these things, it's kind of rigged. And they're like, well, no, we can kind of do things. Right. But it's ultimately their choice as to what they pick in right. the base. In we the can urge them along, like. but they yeah. have to free will has to do it. And then also there's a little pressure on them because all the there's like other sites like this across the world. And every single one of them has failed except for Japan in the U.S. So those are the two that are left. And if they don't succeed in their sacrifice to the gods, then it's the end of the human world. And then these giant evil gods take over. So is was that so that was the thing, like all these other places that were doing it. Right. At least one, one of them has one to of them, succeed. Right. OK. okay. I was because I was wondering why, because they show the Japanese station at yeah. one point. And it's a bunch of like young Japanese schoolgirls. Yeah. 
And, like nine-year-olds. Yeah, and they're in a room, and it's like the thing that they had picked. It was, was like a ghost. Yeah, it was scaring the crap out of them. But then they ended up, they show again later on that, that these girls defeated it or right, whatever. Right, so then all the pressure's on the U.S. Okay. Yeah. That, that's, because if nobody succeeds, then the they world wake ends. from their slumber. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I was a, a little questioning what was going that on was with that. That was sleeping. Was it? You were sleeping a little bit, yeah. I didn't. I nodded I, off twice. I had to wake you up two times or three times. This will be an ongoing thing Well, through the podcast. I have a really hard time. elbows in your ribs then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that, that was kind of something I questioned when that was going on. Because I thought, too, before they talked about the gods, I thought there was like paying customers to watch this. That's what I thought well, was they didn't. Well, they did... Um, sort of imply that did oh. you the part where there was like the sexy time part they said you know come on show us some boobies and the like new guy sort of you know he sort of scolds them for that and he said well we're not the only ones watching do yeah. you remember that so there must be people that are in the loop that pay to watch it maybe okay well that's what i thought the entire movie was about i didn't until the end when it's explained that this is for the sacrifice and um you know the the gods or whatever right so anyways they go down the basement and they're all playing with these creepy trinkets like all different creepy things and they're all just about to do whatever and then the virgin character who is dana picks up a diary and starts reading from it. And then the stoner guy, the fool, he's like, no, 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 this isn't a good idea. Because for some reason, he's a little clued in. He's like a little more wiser than everybody. Well, not for some reason. It's because he's getting high. Yeah, they, and they, they said the pot is must be blocking what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, no, 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 this isn't a good idea. Don't read the Latin. Don't read the Latin. And of course, they read the Latin. And then this zombie family... What was their name? I don't know. It was some old like eighteen something with or the something. B. It was like nineteen oh nine and um the Berkshires or something. They're Berkshires or something like that. Sure. They wake up and that's what they chose. They to kill them is the zombie um pain family, right? They're like into pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she cut her arm off or something. Well, or... yeah, the little girl doesn't have an arm. So as a family, it's like and they're yeah, they're, that's their choice. So then they awaken, and that's that's when everything that's kind their of fate sealed. Yeah, starts to try to pick off the characters. Right, and it has to be in an order too. There's like an order to it. it has to be like it can go. The whore has to die first, and the virgin has to be last, or she can live. The virgin doesn't have to die, but the whore has to die first, and then. Everyone else can just die, and then the virgin has to be last, or it's not, it it's not appeasing. Yeah, I guess. she can live, yeah. but if she does die, she has to be the last to die, right? Or it'll screw everything up. It screws everything up. Yeah, the sacrifice. Yeah, and this is when we start seeing them really kind of manipulating things, like the whore and the jock go in the woods, and they they kind the of the whore and the jock. You mean Kurt and Jules? <laughs> All right, I prefer. I like it better the whore and the jock because that's their character now. Mm. Um, and they, like, they, you show the white coats kind of pull ever and then, yeah, like, to make the some... pheromones come up so that she wants to have sexy time. And then she's like, it's too dark. So they make the moonlight more. And she says it's too cold. So they make it warmer. 
And then they start to go at it on the ground and you get a little booby time. And then not enough booby time. but Oh, stop. That was plenty of booby time. And then she gets stabbed in the hand. Yeah. And so that's when I was like, oh, sh- this these guys, these are like because or no, she got stabbed in the hand. And I still at this point thought it was maybe just like some. Well, you saw it had seen him come out of the grave. I know. But the way they came out of the grave, it was like they, they you know, it was like they came out of like styrofoam or so. It was like yeah. it wasn't like they were digging out of dirt. It was like they just pushed up like peat moss or something. Well, that's like, what they did. They came out of the elevator. Well, I still thought that they were just like not real zombies. Right. So they stab the hand and then they throw like a bear trap and it was cool. Like it was. That dude, yeah, the one guy, the one zombie dude was like really towering big, over even yeah. Kurt, who was a big guy. I yeah. mean, he's Thor. I mean, he's Thor. He's yeah. Thor. I mean, he's a big dude. He yeah, just didn't have a hammer with him. He, I mean, he had if a hammer. If he had his hammer, he would have been okay, I think. Possibly, but I don't know. But they were zombies, so maybe not. But he and was, they even moved once you chopped them into little bits. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. They they came in handy. The yeah. hand came in handy, the handy at the end. Yeah. So yeah, so they get basically they hurt um Kurt, and then they get Jules, and they saw her head off with the saw. It was funny, like yeah. it was like that was like she was a log. It was like, and it was like one of those old timey two handed yeah saws, saws and, and they took like, one on both sides, and one guy held her, and they chopped her head off. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. They show, I think they showed a little squirt of blood coming. Yeah, out a little or squirt of blood. Yeah, it, and Kurt ran back to the house and. That's when they found out, oh, shit has hit the fan. Yeah. Yeah. And you shouldn't have read the Latin. Yeah, I think that's what the the hippie dude says, too. He's like, shouldn't have read it or something like uh, that. Some, I don't know. But, yeah, so he comes in. He says she's dead. And her friend, um, the virgin, who's Dana, right, she is like, what do you mean she's dead? And she tries to go out. And he's like, no, 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 don't go out there. And then she opens the door. And then there's the big zombie dude with Jules' head. That was awesome. Yeah. And that she, was funny. He because... threw the head at her. And she grab she grabs it. She catches it like a ball and turns around. And it's Jules' head. Yeah. She she's flings like, it. Looks at it. And then the way she just throws it was Well, what was would you funny. do? Like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, it's someone you loved. You know, you cared for. You had a friendship with them. And then someone throws their your their head in your hands like what would you do i'm not fucking catching it it could well, be what if it was my head i'm not catching you're it. you're not gonna catch my head no that way. is so mean i would catch your head no because you're already dead and you're Sean, bloody and it's disgusting Sean, you loved me i would catch your head yeah, i wouldn't i am disappointed in you like i feel like i would catch your head and i would keep it what would- i would keep your head and i would talk to it I would keep it in a baby food jar. No, I wouldn't fit in a baby food jar, but I just think that's disappointing to know that you would just fling my head across the room. No. I, that's really... Dis- I've had your children, if, and you <laughs> just throw my head across if the room. If that were the case, too, like, and our our kids aren't there. They're not involved in this. It's just you, me, and some friends, whatever. And, yeah, and some and, zombie dude throws my and, head at you. Yeah, some dude just hacksawed your head off and then throws it at me. Like, I'm just out of there anyways. It's every man for themselves. See ya. I'm, th- I'm, throwing, really your, I'm throwing your head back sad. at the you zombie could just to try and distract You take them. it with you. <laughs> Why wouldn't you take it with you? Because, oh, all right, let's say I you get away. You could bury it later and then talk to me. But then I get away. And, you have and I'm speeding, head. right? Yeah. And I get pulled over. Yeah. 
and, and they're like, sure, and the license you'd be like, registration. That's just my wife. Yeah, and there's your head. Now I have a whole new set of no, problems. No, because you would, you know, I don't know. I just would like to think that I wouldn't be like so, you know what? I probably would throw your head. You know what? I would throw your head. You would. I would be like, oh, eh, gross. I don't care that I used to love this person. <laughs> throw the head across the room. <laughs> That's what I would do. You'd be all dramatic like that? Yeah. You'd I would. Faint. I would faint with all the blood. I'd I wouldn't like, faint. Poof. I would just throw it, and then I would be like, good riddance. He doesn't have a body anymore, so I want nothing to do with him. Does anybody get the feel that Nicole <laughs> would like to be an actress? <laughs> <laughs> and a singer, which... Maybe sometime we'll hear. Did you just we'll say hear. ass singer? And a singer. Oh, and a singer. And you know an, what? And an ass singer at times. <laughs> I'm a performer. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, she, she definitely is a performer, that's for sure. I think I'm kind of funny sometimes. Yeah, you're funny. and <laughs> Maybe not, but I find beautiful. myself very funny. <laughs> crack myself up. <laughs> you crack me up, too. Yeah. That's why I love you. So... Anyway, moving on, Sean heads, wouldn't heads. keep my head. I would keep his head, which I think is Heads are wrong. being thrown all around. Heads are going to roll. Yeah. And they're, uh, there's like chaos through the whole house, too. They're like. They shut the door. They lock the zombie out. Right? Yeah, they lock him out. And they're going to go stick together. Kurt is like, we're going to stick together. And then the white coats are like, oh, no, 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 no. So they do something to Kurt where they spray something in his face. And then he's like, I think we should split up. Yeah, go to <laughs> it was your, funny. he says, "Go to your everyone. Go to your room." Well, because then a zombie breaks the door down. He says, "Everyone, go to your rooms." So everyone goes to separate rooms, which is funny. And then they get locked in by yeah. the white coats. And then I think, uh, yeah, then the 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 uh, the hippie dude, the pothead, yeah, thinks because he he, fi- he knocks a Marty. A, yeah, Marty knocks over a, a lamp. A lamp. And finds an actual, like, a little camera in there. Yeah. So now he's like, we're puppets. And he's been saying this all along. He's been clued in. Yeah. And I thought it was funny, too, because. That's the sump pump. That's the sump pump. Because when he finds the camera, like, the white coats that are watching on the screens, they, like, the one kind of panics, like, oh, no. It's, I mean, really? What is the big deal? They're going to, he's going to get killed anyways. Well. I don't know. He, You know, it's just a panic mode. They're not supposed to find the cameras. But then... But he thinks he's on, like, reality TV. Right. He thinks he's on reality TV. And then the other white coat says, oh, no, don't worry. Jebediah, whatever his last name or whoever he was, oh, no, is going to take care of him. They, yeah, they saw... Because they see him walking up to the house, where the like, right by the window where Marty is. Yeah. Yeah. And he does. He breaks through the window, and he pulls Marty out. He stabs him in the back. And then you see him go down... Like a um, like an embankment or something. You can't see him anymore, and then you see blood splurt up. Yeah. So you're like, oh, Marty's dead. And then they pull. They have like little levers. They pull to feed the gods with the blood, and they pull it for the fool. So the whore and the fool are dead. And yeah, then... that and that part was confusing me. I even said that at one point. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like they would pour the blood. Yeah. Into different forms, and I'm like, what the heck? And you're like, that's the fool. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that's what I meant. Like I should know that like, that was the fool. Well, but you had seen it twice. Yeah, yeah. This is my third time seeing it. So. Yeah. So, moving on. Um. Yeah. So then Holden and Dana 
are in their rooms locked in. They can't get out, but they have like a two-way mirror. So they break that because the zombies are trying to get in to get them. And they get together. They go down and like this, they find this like trap door basement thing. They tell Kurt to go down. They all go down, kill a zombie with a knife. I don't. A knife. And then they shock the knife out of Dana's hands, which is funny. The white coats do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And then they all run out and they get in the RV. But before they get in the RV, they you see, like, I don't know if you noticed, but there's like a muddy handprint on the yeah, door. Yeah, I missed that because you even asked me and I was like, no, I didn't even see that. Yeah, so you know, oh, muddy handprint. That could be a couple things. Yeah, and plus we're 25 minutes into the movie, so <laughs> you know they're not going to escape, which they almost, almost do, do, you know, for the film. Uh, but of course, the white coats blow up. They have to go through a tunnel, through a mountain yeah, or whatever, and they, and they blow, they, up they blow the it up. Tunnel. And so then Kurt is like, he has a BMX, and he's there's like a cl- like a thing where he could jump a across. BMX, like a little like a bike <laughs> I had when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> okay, wait, what is it called? Um, like a like a, a motocross bike. Yeah, is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, I guess a dirt bike. A dirt bike, yes, a dirt bike. That's it. <laughs> he has a dirt bike, so. He's like, I can make this jump. I've gone further. No problem. And then I'll go get help. And so he gets on his dirt bike, his BMX. (laughs) (laughs) Starts pedaling Starts pedaling really fast. fast. No, he starts, he revs up his engines and he goes and he totally would have made it. And then he hits like a computer wall. Yeah. And then you watch his body flop all the way down the cavern. Just tumble, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that part. I liked it. Yeah. I would have I would have So then they know they're trapped in here. They know something else is bigger. Yeah. I don't know. I Why I, didn't you I, like that part? I didn't I didn't like the whole because Because it was like I the re- Hunger Games. Like the Hunger Games had a thing like that. Did it? Yeah, like you remember when they're in the games, they're trapped in like a computer screen thing like that. I don't remember. No, technology is way advanced. It's I don't way know. more advanced than we think. They have places like that now. You think so? Oh my god, yeah. You're one of those too. So you're an actress, a singer, <laughs> and a conspiracy and a theorist. Conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my wife. Uh huh. Um, I I don't know. I just because I could get I could like buy into the whole like the cabin is like the entrance to like this facility that's underground it kind of would you know had the feel of like a government type thing going on but then when there's like compute like it got kind of tronish with the computer screen i, I don't know i well, just it was like the only tron moment no because when they were driving up the mountain in that like oh the eagle, eagle. but you know they're just it. letting you know it's there yeah yeah i i just didn't like that part i mean i didn't know i had to agree with everything uh you don't that you it's fine you cannot like it so, anyways, Kurt's dead. Kurt's dead. Yeah. So then Dana and Holden get back in the RV, and he's like, "We're just gonna drive. We're just gonna drive." And the no, you're not. We're just gonna drive, and if we can't drive anymore, we'll keep driving. And then, yeah, there's redneck zombie torture porn. Well, he's not like a porn. Torture porn. <laughs> yeah. He's, Mom, chicka, he's bow, got a bow. gag ball and. <laughs> he puts it in, what's his name uh he's like let me put this gag ball in you and then i'll stick this knife in your throat yeah yeah no he's not torture porn torture pain guy torture pain guy Is yeah that, was that the 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 bear trap guy or was this a different one i don't know i couldn't keep him straight i don't even remember how many there were i don't either four maybe I thought there was three 
There was a little girl and three adults, I think. So he stabs him in the neck and... And then they fall into a lake in the car. Did I fall asleep at that part? Were you asleep? And they no, I think they I crash didn't into. Oh, she swims the out lake. under the dock. Yeah, and then and then and then sw- Dana swims out. Yeah. Yeah, Dana swims out, and then like the red and at the underground in yeah, the, the white, white coats, coats. they're all celebrating. Yeah, because they're like, we did it. Because it's okay if she she can live or die. It doesn't matter. It's optional. But everybody else is dead. They start celebrating little champagne. Champagne. A little champagne. Champagne. <laughs> little champagne. And um, they're getting their party on. They got music blaring. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And then you see on the screen, like, um, Dana's just being tossed around because she comes up on the dock and there's another one. And of the, they're not even watching, though. Yeah, they're, they don't even just care. Celebrating yeah, they're just celebrating. And she's like being strangled and thrown around by a zombie dude. And then um, the, the red phone. The rings. red phone rings and I, they're like, turn off the music. And they realize and they go, which one? And then next thing you know, you start seeing um, Marty. Right. Comes, comes down the dock. Saves, He's actually he alive. Saves Dana. Yeah. So, oh, and also, we know Japan failed. We forgot to mention that Japan has failed. The little girls sing around the ghost thing, and they turn her into a happy frog. I think I mentioned that earlier. Well, we did earlier, but so now it's all on the U.S. And the U.S. now, at this point, is failing because the fool is still alive, and also Dana, the virgin, is still alive. Right. So they're in total panic mode. Yeah. So they're like, just shoot the fool. They're in because because uh, Marty shows shows Dana there's an elevator. He found an elevator. He found some stuff. Yeah, and at this point they now they're in the facility <clears throat> underground facility. Well, they go in the elevator. They get in and they start yeah like going around and they get to see all the monsters, which is one of my favorite parts. And so they start showing all the different creatures and what they have, uh, the items that they have, which were the same things in the basement. So right. it showed it reflected on what that that uh, creature was, and there was the ballerina because Marty was like staring at the ballerina. Like the, I thought it was Marty that no, was. Marty oh no, wasn't Marty was doing anything. Marty he was, was hearing every, shit. He was telling everybody to put everything down. This isn't a good idea. We shouldn't be down here. Don't read the Latin. Didn't some? Didn't he hear something? Kind of whisper like. And he was here. Remember, he heard a couple of things because there was. Remember, there was the one point he heard him in his room and it said, "Go outside." So he's and he's like, "I am hearing something." And then he's like, "I'm gonna go outside" because it kept whispering to him to go outside. Yeah, I swear in the beginning too, and with the Latin, he heard something. And that's why he he was freaking out too. So then Holden was looking at the ballerina, the ballerina, and then so you see it like glass rooms, right? Which um, kind of reminded me of like Westworld. If, if you ever watch Westworld mm-hmm. and HBO, like it, when they're like repairing them, they have like rooms like that. Um, so that was kind of cool. The one dude was freaky with the ball. Yeah, he was like a pinhead sort of, like a yeah. Hellraiser. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking because he had that thing too. And don't they have a thing in yeah, Hellraiser? Yeah, puzzle. That... And if you open the puzzle, then they the Cenobites come. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was like a wolf, a werewolf and a ghost yeah they showed a bunch of stuff it was neat yeah it was kind of co- it was cool and then someone doesn't someone start talking and i'm like that voice is kind of sounds really familiar well that's not yet but so they're looking for them because they know they're in the building the white coats are looking for dana and marty so they see him on the camera so they're like bring this elevator down 
and they let him in and there's like a guy there to kill Marty because Marty has to die before Dana. Or oh, it's yeah, not that's complete. right. Yeah. So they come out and um, they actually are able to because there's a zombie hand in there with them from the there's zombie. like zombie parts. Like yeah. A whole bunch of parts. And it touches the guy. So he gets distracted. So they're able to knock him out. So they get in and then they hear like all these boots and stuff. So they know there's like a bunch of armed people coming. So they go in this booth and that's where Dana sees there's like a purge button. And so she purges, which in turn just basically lets all the creatures loose into the facility, which is awesome. That that was funny. And the one guy even said something like he knew, excuse me, he said, Oh shit, or something like that, and you're because you were yeah. that part happened. You're like, oh, this part's good, or something. Yeah, the, the elevator dings, and he goes, oh shit, and then it's just mayhem, blood, guts, gore. Oh, it was awesome. It like, was every cool. monster just comes out, and it takes turns. It's like ding, and then like it was kind you of know, funny like, too. Eight of them come out, and they just rip apart the guys in there, and then a new troops of guys come in, and then ding. And there's like all these new monsters, and they just rip apart everybody. There was like there was sounded like there was like a robotic one that had a saw. There was so many, and they were cool, and they would show little glimpses. Like there was like those ones with all the like doll masks on. Those were cool, and they come out all cool together, yeah. the three of them. And then there's like there's a giant snake and a werewolf and bug things and some guy who pukes acid that on was, people that was cool and, and you had a we kind of, or i just kind of caught that one because that was what was starting to pan out right they had it on all. the cameras like that everybody being killed by them in the facility because the facility's overrun with monsters now yeah and if you look on the little cameras all the screens you get to see all the ways the people are dying which was cool there was like a guy who had plastic on his face and then he was putting plastic on someone's face like to suffocate him and the doll people were like tying people up, and then there was like these weird, messed up dudes that were puking stuff on people's faces, and it was like burning their faces didn't off. It, didn't it show one of the workers like shoot herself in the head or something? Or? Yeah, a uh, worker shot herself in the head. There was a clown, and he just laughed. Dude, that and clown was, he was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Because the guy was, someone was like shooting him, and I think it was a woman was mm-hmm. like shooting him, and he just came at her, and just kind of laughed Laughing. at her, yeah. like it didn't do shit. Yeah, and then then there's the famous unicorn scene. The unicorn comes out and just impales this guy in the gut with his. Yeah, horn. I didn't know unicorns are bad. Well, apparently they are. I thought they were good. No, I always thought a unicorn would be good. Well, not in this world, they're not. So yeah, that that's like great it's just so interesting to look at and it's just so fun and bloody and and then that hallway where all the elevators is just like coated in blood yeah from and like a guy comes around the corner right and there's just like three zombies eating a body yeah coated in blood and then like guts fall off the ceiling it was awesome oh is that what that was yeah it was like someone's guts fall off the ceiling or part of them or something yeah that was funny they just kind of stopped and looked over yeah you know like you would see a seagull or something yeah eating garbage on the on the ground yeah that that was funny i like that part because it was very like you like the gore the it was very over the top but it was humorous yeah you know so it was it was pretty good um so Dana and Marty escape. They go they escape through this like big hole that this big bat creature made and they're like making their way through like kind of like an underground even further underground place. 
and they end up down in the the like place where the gods are kind of yeah and that's yeah. where um gary the guy from six feet under oh yeah he escaped there first yeah and she stamped oh and you know what the what was funny too is mm. steve the other white mm-hmm. coat he he kept getting like disappointed because he wanted the merman to be, be the, the killer the killer in yeah this, and, you know, and gary had said oh no it's so messy you don't want that you know it's such a big cleanup and he they because they take bets on who they're gonna pick and so he was disappointed because he really just wanted to see the merman and of course Steve gets killed by the merman, the mer- which was really awesome because yeah. he's got a. It's super ugly. First yeah. of all, he's super ugly. Hey, or it. And Steve goes, "Oh come on," which is funny. Yeah, yeah like you know, yeah. Exactly. And then he just starts eating him, and then he has a blowhole. Hole a blowhole, yeah. And back it's, and it spurts blood out. That was cool. That's how come it's so messy to clean up after him. Yeah, it was just yeah. like sprayed all over. That was cool. But then Gary gets away, but then runs into. Um, Dana the virgin, and Marty. Dana yeah. and Marty, and she stabs him accidentally, I think, because they kind of come around a corner. Yeah, and, yeah. And probably spooks her. Oh, and the, the guard guy got killed by like a bunch of like scarecrow people. They like ripped his whole guts out. The guard guy, the new guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like remember they're all around him and they look like scarecrows. Yeah. And they yeah. rip all of his guts out and then yeah. he blows them all up with a grenade. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then G- Gary, right? Yeah. Gary, after he gets stabbed, and then he grabs her. He's like, "No, no, no, no! You, you have to kill him." Yeah, and then she's like, "What?" Yeah, because she they don't know what what yeah, the deal they don't is know at this what's point. going on. So but then they go we down, had already yeah. now be by this point we had heard the voice over the loudspeaker, yes. which I'm thinking I didn't say anything to you, but I'm like, that sounds like freaking Sigourney Weaver. Sure as shit, who comes in? Mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, and she explains it to him. Yes, and she's talking to her, and it was weird for me because she kept referring to Dana as Dana, but Sigourney Weaver is the original Dana from oh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, she's Dana Barrett. So, um, but she was she was kind of a badass in this in this part because she was just like, "Look, this is exact. This is what happens. This is what's got to happen. You have to kill Marty, or the world is done. Every yeah. life on Earth will be done." And she comic doesn't she come after him? Uh, doesn't Dana th- thinks about it and she pulls, she has a gun and she turns the gun on Marty and he's like, really? Yeah. And then, and she, but she doesn't shoot him. And then a werewolf attacks her. Oh yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's yep. right. And doesn't why that's happening. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's character, which is in IMDb is the director. Yeah. She attacks Marty. Well, no, Marty gets the gun and he shoots the werewolf off of Dana. And then, and then the director and Marty have like a little tussle. A little tussle. Yeah, a little tussle, a little rolling on the floor. A little, a little roll on the floor with yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. And uh, but, oh, and then and then the final zombie girl from the zombie family from the torture. The one armored, the one armed uh, hatchet carrier. Yeah, she comes down and Dana warns Marty. So he turns around. So Sigourney's on. T- well, the director's on top, and the hatchet girl hatches her in the head. Yeah, and yeah. that's. And then he kicks them both off the edge and throws them down where the gods are. Yeah, the sleeping, the slumbering gods. And yeah. at this point, they know what's going to happen. It, yeah, because he, if she doesn't kill Marty, then the world's done. And then they both agree. Hey, you know what? Maybe it's time for someone else to have a turn because we haven't done so great. So. You and I are sitting there, 
and it's either you off me or the world ends. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I don't know. You don't know. You wouldn't catch my head, so now I'm second guessing it. (laughs) I mean, like if you had caught my head and kept it lovingly, maybe I wouldn't offer you. But now I know you would just throw my head. Maybe you wouldn't what? I wouldn't off you. But now that I know you would throw my head and run away, you know what? I might consider shooting you. So you would have shot me before the werewolf even came in. I don't know. I'm saying it it depends on what you would have done with my head. It's important. (laughs) Well... (laughs) If I took it home. <laughs> then you know what? I would have saved you. But what you, would you have done if it was down to you had to kill me or the end of the world? You got to think of oh, what's you best. Oh, you jerk. <laughs> you got to think I of. I so am the better person in this relationship. <laughs> you would not keep my head and you would kill me I, to I, save the world. I think. Oh, my God. I, I know. That's it. I think you're, I think what you're thinking is a little selfish, actually. Mm. I'm thinking what's best for mankind. I mean, I could be selfish and save you, right? Not kill well, you. Well, apparently, I don't really think it's selfish. I think you're thinking like, oh, I could marry a younger let's, woman. Let's say I'm the virgin. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay, you're the virgin. Yeah. And you're the hippie drug addict. Okay. And if I kill you, mm-hmm. I save the world. Yeah. Or I get to spend the rest of my life, which who knows how long that's going to be. I mean, mm-hmm. get cancer from anything. A hippie, like, I have to go, uh, you know, what? You're going to spend the rest of your life as a hippie? No, I have to spend it with you, the hippie. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I seem like a fun person. True. I don't know. You know what? I think we should drop this because it's not going to end well for you. <laughs> It's not getting well for me. <laughs> no. I would save you. You I, wouldn't save me. No, I wouldn't save said... you. Right? We would die together. Yeah. Well, I don't believe you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. It's been nice knowing you. Yeah. Well, twenty years of marriage means nothing. Well, when you're when it's the 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 fate of the world. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. That's good to know. And that's what happens. She decides not to kill him. Yeah, because you know what? It sucks and that other rumbling. people would do this to other people. And that was their point. Hey, did they say how often this happened? Was it Once every year? Once a year. Oh, man. Yeah. And these, the thing, too, like the white coats, the, it's like this is a show to them. Well, it's, it's their Super job. Bowl. Yeah, it's they, like they, their they, job. Yeah, but they're not. No, they work up to it all year long. They probably plan it. There's not one person... Other than the new guy, and he mm-hmm. didn't seem to, he didn't seem like distressed about it. He was just kind of curious. Um, like everyone, just like they're going to the office well, for yeah, the day. It's and their job. It's a good old place. You know, it's like they work at Google. Everyone's mm-hmm. having fun, breaking open bottles of champagne, laughing, <laughs> Pick, know, betting on which monster. Yeah, making bets. Yeah, no, because that's what the point was: is that it's normalcy that we don't know about. Well. If that was your job, you would just do your job. I certainly hope it's not uh, real. Well, <laughs> it is. Is it? Yep, and you're going to be the virgin, and then you're going to kill me, and I'm going to be disappointed. But Can you dead. revert back to being a virgin? Is that possible? Well, it didn't matter. She said we work with what we have. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, in the beginning, it, it's it's uh, they referenced that she was sleeping with a professor. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, that was funny when she said like, yeah, we just take what we can work with. That was, yeah. that was kind of funny. Yeah. It's, so you're just filling a role. Yeah. Is what they were doing. Yeah. Um. So that's the movie. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. It was good. It was funny. Um, Marty character, like I said in the beginning, I was kind of like, really, this guy is a little over top, but he definitely grew on me. I I, I liked him. He was funny, mm-hmm. especially that that door scene just cracked me up. Um, I think um, I think high school high school Sean could have related to that situation maybe, but I thought he was funny. Um, yeah, like there wasn't. Um, you know, usually like, it seems like some of these movies, like there's like a character I just can't stand. I can't wait for him to die or something. But in this one, I don't know. I thought it was. Uh... Yeah. So how did like, would you recommend the movie? Would I recommend mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I definitely would recommend it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, obviously, it's not a scary movie. There's nothing scary about it. It's um, gory. But, but yeah, yeah, it's scary. it's but it's got all the creatures like yeah. you would think of in like different horror movies, stuff like that. So. Um, and there is a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside, even aside from that one scene, there's a decent amount of blood. But yeah, that one uh, definitely made up for what? Abattoir? Was that the one that, that had like, no blood? It made up for every movie we've watched because none of them have been bloody. No, they they haven't, have they? No. I feel no, like we're haven't. on PG horror movies here. Yeah. We're only watching R from now on. <laughs> Speaking of which, putting you on the spot. Do we have a movie pick for next? Yes. We do? Yeah. Do I know Next it? week, yes, you do. Oh, yeah. You, I think you yes. did mention it in the last episode. Next week, we are going to both, we're going we're gonna to do a double feature, and we're going to watch the movies that scared us when we were children. All right. Okay. So, So, Sean, we'll do two movies condensed into one podcast. episode. Okay. Right. So, Sean, what are you picking for your movie that scared you as a child? Um, I w- we'll go with Salem Slot. I I don't think I've watched that since uh, I was a kid, and it kind of freaked me out because I was on the second floor in that scene we referenced before. Okay, so I'll I've go actually with never seen Sal- Salem Slot, so that's good. Are you serious? I've seen parts of it, but I had I have never seen it. I read the book, the Stephen King story, but how was it? Um, I can't remember. But yeah, so that impressionable. <laughs> yeah, well, I read a lot of Stephen King, so I can't remember. How was it? It was great. See now, did see you? I'm, if you saw that trailer, that looks good. We're definitely gonna have to watch that. Yeah, movie. come September, we'll go see that. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. That looks that that does look creepy. Yeah. But my point is, you read Salem's Lot, can't remember. But it was it, like one loved, book really that kind of freaked me out when I was a kid. I I read it when I was like 12, and I remember being a little scared. So, what movie are you picking? Well. Originally, I was thinking I would pick the one that I remember freaking me out when I was a kid, which was Trilogy of Terror, which is about like this doll. And if the necklace comes off, it runs around and stabs you. But I've rethought that. And I thought, like, which one really freaked me out? Like, a little bit older that I can remember. And I haven't ever watched it since, which was In the Mouth of Madness. So that's what I'm going to pick. When is that from, roughly? Uh, the 90s. And it's I, it's uh, about like uh, a horror novelist and he writes a book and it's like everybody who reads the book goes crazy, but he's a best-selling novelist. Hmm. So it's kind of like the demise of the world. So I'm pretty excited because it did freak me out when I was a teenager. I watched it in high school. Um, 
So I want to I want to rewatch it because I've never watched it since then. And it was one that sort of stuck with me that kind of freaked me out. So that's what we're doing for my movie. All right. Um, I have a I seriously have a feeling that like Salem's Lot is going to be boring. Boring. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, I that's was OK. I want to watch it. No, I do, too, because I want to see if it was yeah. it's creepy. As a kid, I just remember that one part. That's yeah. all I remember of that from that movie is I'm tapping on a glass, let me in or let us mm-hmm. in or whatever. That's all I remember. Um, and me, because me and my brother shared a room up on the second floor, so it just freaked us out. But I just have this feeling. Is that a 70s movie or 80s? 80s, I don't even, I Is think. it 80s? Yeah. It's got to be like early 80s, though, because mm-hmm. I, was, I was pretty young when I watched it. You know how it was back then when we were kids. You could like, watch there was no parental guidance yeah. for shit. Yeah, it was probably PG anyway. I think I was in the first grade and I was, you know, making dinner and opening up the house for the family or something. But <laughs> it seemed that way back then. But, anyways, we'll watch it and uh, it, it'll be fun. We're probably going to have to watch those in two different nights, though. Don't yeah, you, think? you will never There's make no a double feature. There's no way I'm going to make a double feature. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So. Um, all right. Well, well, you know, we could always watch one record part of the episode and then watch the other and record part of the episode. Could do that. So that it's fresh in our mind. That's true. That's yeah. probably, yeah, that's probably a better idea anyways. God, see, so you're a singer, you're an actress, you're a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. and you're a scholar. Yep, that's right. Yep. And what am I? I'm a factory worker. You're uh, someone who would not <laughs> save your wife's head. And would kill her to save the world, which right. is selfish. If for some reason something happens to your head and someone throws it at you, no, me, you know I'll it's too it. late now. We know how you feel. I will keep it. I, I don't believe you. Well, I guess we'll just have to see if it is ever to happen. But until then, we'll watch a couple movies. We'll be back here, same place, same time. Mm, it won't be the same time. It'll be whenever Sean gets it done edited. I hope it's. Freaking earlier than what it is, and this dog goes to sleep and makes it easier for me. But well, it went fine after the dog went to sleep. So yeah, it did. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. Yep. Good night, or good morning, good afternoon. And what more are you forgetting? Good midday. If it's in England. Oh, have a good day. Last time it was good day. Good day. Good day. Ay, ay. Thanks for listening to the show. If you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you can find us at Horrified Chicken Podcast. If you have any movie suggestions, anything that might scare Sean really good, or you have feedback on the show, please email us at horrifiedchickenpodcast at gmail.com.